The new political climate in China after the conference. The, the Dominican Republic has so much to offer. International Women's Day, the minimum wage. North Korea is chatting about peace and Switzerland and its economic success. This is more on today's show of Hof Profit. So check it out, hofprofit.com slash podcast. And don't forget to share, like and retweet this episode. And let me know what you think about this lovely podcast. And with this I would say an extremely warm welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard for the final episode of the week. It's the final episode, so we already had some lovely shows. I'm extremely happy, especially after I had the Beer Manipulation podcast, which is news in the moment in the Netherlands, because the monks are not really happy with it. So, and the reason that the monks are not happy is that they are selling the beer for uh, 3.75 the bottle, and the supermarket sells it for 10 bucks the bottle. And, well, to be honest, if you are sold out for beer that you charge 30 euro for one liter, I am extremely impressed if you can do this. It's a great branding tool and I love it. And it's just one great example why supermarkets are capable of manipulating you and doing what you like. And that's no problem. That's fine because we consumers have the freedom to choose and to not go into a shop. So. That quick comment um, just made. Uh, as we all know, Xi Jinping had this party conference, this Communistic Party of China had his chats, and Xi Jinping can stay. And well, what can we? Uh, we can basically is more change than we can expect, and there is a reason that we can expect more change because China is heading to the Chinese Party has now. Not only left the ban of the maximum terms of the term permit, so he can now remain forever, which I'm pretty sure that will be great for China. But on the other side, the great thing is now that he can, and they are now talking about the environment. The party has now, for the first time, put the environment into its policy goals for the next five years. So this means in China, if the government says we're gonna go this road, we're gonna do this, we are they gotta move this route. And this is extremely interesting because China is the most polluted country in the world, I think, and there are a lot of things has to be done. And this means a tremendous economic opportunity for China to move on. And at the same time, they have they have to deal with trade wars with Europe and China, and because everyone is mocking them, and they are pushing forward things. And they, I mean. The one, if you look at the Silk Road project, the One Market, One Road project, which is basically connecting China with Europe by boats, train, airport, aircraft, everything. It's a great project and it's really pushing things forward and you see ongoing small projects that are happening. Side effect is that Europe, China, the US, they're all trade war. As we all know, Trump signed the, uh, announced the import duties on for steel and aluminium. This because he want to protect his own steel workers. And yeah, well, Europe will fight back. They will make t-shirts, whiskey and motorcycles more expensive. Um, President Trump already said he's going to make European cars more expensive. And China is also heating up this, this game. And they are adding import tariffs on soya beans and other soft commodities. And this is an interesting issue. As we all know, there is a global shortage in soya beans. Soya beans are used as your as the barbecue meat. So the, at least that's the way I look at cattle. It's barbecue. It's, it's meat that loves to go to my barbecue. And, and they eat it. And... Here comes the interesting part of the trade war that no one is talking about. 
The United States of America is dependent for 20 commodities on its imports. They have no resources. In the 1950s, when the last trade war, when we had a also a small trade war, it was just six. So this is going to create tremendous problems. I mean, just think about it. The Californian fr fruit and vegetables and other soft commodities are not going to be exported to China. They are going to eat their own products. They are going to say to farmers in Europe and the United States, set up your farm here, grow here, and we're going to help you out and make it working. This means an, an enormous problem for California, which basically has, well, Silicon Valley, which is doing extremely well, but that's also it, and there is a tremendous property in the country. This with a technical bankrupt government is causing some problems. And if you look at the past, uh, the last uh, big world war, we had, uh, world trade war, the world lost 25% of its economic output. So that's tremendous. It's enormous. Just think about it. A quarter. Just look at all the jobs that are there in your country, in your society. And simply say, if you have four people working, one will be out of job. Due to this trade war. And yes, I'm a supporter of Trump and his policies, but I don't like trade limitations. I like free trade with a bloody easy trade deal. Both countries simply respect each other's laws. No import, no import duties. And the local dictator or the local dem democratic elected person are going to put it through... National Congress, and you say, well, at a certain moment, we want to have it agreed. And actually, I think that this is one of the great things for the to, for the Brexit, to make that small bridge, and to make that short line, because now the British can simply say to China, we want free trade. Only New Zealand has a free trade deal with China, and over a billion customers sounds lovely to me. But getting it back to the trade war, it's time for you to look at it, to think about it, and see what you can do to succeed on it, because there is a chance that you can thrive economically and financially from it and yes i'm preparing and setting myself to try from the demo from this great trade war and that's why i call it great trade war first of all you need to think about global so spread spread everything over all continents literally we have in the world five to six continents i'm not sure if you want to count australia as its own continent or you can put it in asia that's all fine by me so bring it to everywhere do everything in bits and kick if your investment portfolio is there, simply kick out all the investments that need low interest rate of a great economic. Because the economy is not going to be great and the interest rate is going to get up tremendously. So with this they are going to get the trade work going. And you can simply get the money out. Get yourself ready to succeed. So that means put your money into different places and put gold into different places. So that when the chances are there for great investments, you can grab them and make the money out of them. And why do you want to make money out of an investment? Why not? I mean, there is a reason that the Chinese symbol of crisis is a combination of danger and opportunity. You should recognize the danger and grab the opportunity and go for it. And that's just what I would say, grab it out. So, and store your cash in tax-free structures. I mean, get additional cash, but do it tax-free, put it at discrete banks, do it in safes. I mean, the reason that you do this is that you need to be ready to prosper. When there are great investment opportunities, you need to buy them. And if there are, if you need to run because the trade war is no longer a trade war, but a real war, which means more losses, but also more investment opportunities, because let's face the fact the military industrial complex is gonna cause then is it gonna see an enormous boost so that's gonna be great for them then you need to get ready to go i mean I, i'm not sure what you think about it but i like my head on my shoulders and i don't think that walking around in a war zone is gonna get my head off my, is gonna be really adding value to it 
Having that said, I just think that it makes no bloody sense for me to go to Eastern Ukraine for a series of interviews and just looking at what's happening. But we do it all for the ratings, all for you, my lovely listener. Having some green tea with Jasmine, yes, really lovely, really healthy. Gonna get my body healthy, ultimately. So, the traitor, I mean, the interesting part is now that everyone is in the trade war with everyone. And, okay, Mexico and Canada are exempted from this, but that will change. Because, and now, what I'm wondering, what's gonna happen? Because, you can see a few things. For example, import cars will get more expensive. Yeah, so the guy who buys a Porsche is now gonna spend $100,000 more on his Porsche. Hmm. He, uh, yeah, well, uh, actually Americans don't buy cars, they lease cars, and most dealers even don't have a clue how to get your money in, because they don't know what to do, or because they only can lease your car. And that's just because that's the way the system works. And it's terrible. But it means for you to look at it, I mean, grab the opportunity. I mean, let me give you some implications that I'm considering now. First of all, the, the, the European company Airbus has the struggling A380 program. They are trying to make deals with China to get the factories and the production to China, which would mean a tremendous boost for the Chinese aviation sector. I mean, the only really big Jumbo they are going to make. And then you can, the Chinese companies could simply say, well, we're going to get the uh, aircraft out and we're going to buy them. And it could mean tremendous opportunity. Just imagine flying between China and Europe, or China and the United States, or whatever, in the A380. So the double-decker, with the premium on board and the economy class on the down floor. And that's, so, but that means that if they, for example, Airbus is making some aircrafts in the United States, their factory is not going to get imposed on trade wars. But at the same time, that the uh, Chinese steel is also having import tariffs in the European Union, it would mean that aircraft components are going to get more expensive it is just one example of something that this is going to get really complicated and yes he is right there is a military strategic sense for this i mean if you want to know that the country is in war or it's going to get something military going on a really good way to check it out is how many ammo are they making this sounds really stupid but if the ammo production is record high then they are preparing something and this is something we need to realize. And we don't realize those obvious and common sense things. And we need to add those common sense things. Because this trade war means profit. And you can grab the profit if you wish. If you don't wish, you don't. But realize this out. I would say from decision makers are profit makers. Are you a profit maker? Social media is here. S Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Weibo, Blogging, LinkedIn, Swan, Google+, but how to use them in your advantage? Get yourself the social media export course. It's the smart point to use all social media in your advantage without burning all your time. Hofprofit.com slash SMM. I say Hofprofit.com slash SMM. And then from the United States time and the trade war is happening there, let's have a quick look at the Dominican Republic. It's a tropical nation, it's a really nice nation, I'm told, I've never been there. Uh, a good friend of me, she holds the Mon the, she is a citizen of the Dominican Republic, and she tells me it's a great country, I don't know. I mean, let's face the fact, the tourists fall for the beach, the cocktails, the sun, the blue oceans and the lovely views, but... As location to stay, you can also use it. It offers re easy citizenships, great banking services, and all of the great things. 
And if you compare the prices for real estate, it's for a fraction of the cost compared to other Caribbean countries. Or you could simply uh, rent at extremely low prices. And the interesting part is that if you can prove that you have around uh, $1,200 to $1,500 in a month, and then for every dependent you add 250 bucks, then within two months you can have your permit to live there. And this is going to be interesting, because then you could simply rent an extremely cheap apartment for let's say five, six hundred dollars and you're living in the Caribbean having a look at it and then the United States is a quick hop away and in my opinion it would be an interesting mix because I really consider Panama as the hub for the Caribbean because it has a strong finance sector, strong logistical due to the canal, canal and more of those things and then what you can do is take the American continent from there. I mean, I'm looking next to the European holding to get an American holding and I'm really considering the Dominica, Dominican Republic, Navis, Kits and Panama as the location to do it. And that's just due to the benefits of travel, visa and more of those great things. Uh. And one of the reasons that for the Dominican Republic this is a great thing to do is they need your money. And one of the easiest ways to need your, to get money and foreign cash in is by having people who spend the money. And by having those people in, and then, yeah, let's face the fact, it's really nice that you have tourists flying up and down, but you can also simply have a look and, well, get people who spend more and who can ongoingly spend. Otherwise, you have really a tremendous boom in spending during the holidays, and after the holidays you don't. And by getting all those experts and rewarding their money, great they are building the economy and let's face the fact what else could they, it's a great way to get it out and yes i strongly suggest that you check the caribbean uh, as a country because it's a great place and they are offering extremely benefits and from there it's time to take a quick look back at the united states because as you all know california has a 15 dollar an hour minimum wage so all the unions are saying yes this is great we have now got the money you need to survive 15 dollars an hour which is by the way in my opinion reasonable high but it has a side effect most burger restaurants have terminated the burger flipper because a robot can do it cheaper and this is a really sad thing at least in my opinion because it was the minimum wage was intended for people to protect them and allow people to spend to make money so that they could survive but basically what the minimum wage is doing and this is something that i expected quite some time to get it does is simply pe put people out of jobs and especially the people that need it i mean let's face it burger flippers are mo it's mostly the starter job it's the student or the kid from school who want to make some money if people get out of jail they need a job well burger flipper is a great way to start and no one really stays there for long high turnover of employees no one really cares it's just get out get the job work hard and go to the next job and by doing so they are ongoingly moving on and now this opportunity for people to start work, build up career, build up perspective, get a life back in order is gone. All thanks to the unions, because the unions thought that $15 an hour was great. They did not have the common sense to think, run calculations and say, well, in our opinion, there is no, it is no economic sense to have those people on the payroll. And what you need to realize, those burger restaurants are high turnover, low margin restaurants. So they need those pennies they, they're really they're scrutinizing the money and no i'm not really a big burger fan but oh my goodness it's just so terrible because now people are losing the job the pe and especially the people who needed the job this is a great thing a terrible thing it's an extreme 
only terrible that people are gonna be gonna be put out of a job or need a job all through the union because the unions developed common sense uh, something that could not be justified by common sense only to satisfy the needs and this is one of the great examples of what's happening in the world and slowly on people get you can blame the robotics you can blame the fact that the robots are there and they can do the work but the robots are an innovation the real persons that you should blame are the unions who are imposing those things because let's face it if you are the business owner you own the restaurant what are you gonna do do you gonna hire a, a former drug dealer who needs a job to get because he's out of jail or you're gonna hire the robot the robot and let's face it robots are great if you have a job you need to get a task done it's a high volume task it needs to be done exactly and that's all with all the variations of a hamburger of the burgers that they that everyone sells it's not possible for them to make the variations easily so you need a high minimum wage to get people needed or make it that bad economic policy to hire them and this is exactly what they have done and yeah it's terrible because now you see what's happening the people who need a job are gonna get out of a job only because of the fact that there is a more efficient a more common sense policy so the next time that you are talking about with politicians about and they want to i want to talk to you about raising the minimum wage and giving all the things away and in the netherlands we are heading towards elections so yes we see now a lot of politicians chatting about it and i'm gonna ask you basically one question how do you pay for it because it's all easy to give things away but what most people said, and yet literally, literally this morning there was a poverty debate in Eindhoven, extremely popular high turnout, which is really rare for for debates because people talk about uh, it's not that popular. And the solution everyone had to finance the great because everyone is now giving away money with these voters, and the way that they want to finance it is by new taxes, by asking companies to hire people on benefits. Well. There are that's that's what that's their idea, and they're gonna figure out a new innovative method to finance it. I have an easy question: Why not simply go for common sense and don't give it away? Simply get your economy back to order. Make sure that there is an economic, financial, sensible execution for a job that they can do. I mean, that's the way to go, not the way of imposing new taxes. The Brexit is here, Article 50 is triggered, the talks are going on, unprecedented change will happen. We know this, we know things for certain. The Brexit is a profit maker, at least if you are open for making some money. Get yourself the profitable Brexit report. It explains how the Brexit could happen, the economic fundamentals. Finally, also a few great methods to make some money on the Brexit. So, are you a profit maker? Are you someone that's open-minded when it comes to making profits? Check hofprofit.com slash Brexit. North Korea wanna talk peace and this is something really interesting because the North Korean government wanna talk and Kim Il-sung, well, the beloved leader of North Korea is gonna check, chat, chat with the president of the United States. So Rocketman is talking with Trump. Hmm. I mean this is going to be interesting because that's going to happen because well let's face the fact America, the United States has quite some soldiers in South Korea and the North Korean do have some common if you just think about what happened on a geopolitical scale it makes sense for them to keep the program because everyone who gave up their nuclear program is basically gone Gaddafi gone and 
and the only one who's not gave uh, gave it uh, uh, and Iran is playing the world and manipulating the world with his uh, criminal activities to keeping the nuclear program, which is terrible. But I mean, look at Saddam Hussein. He's gone. Gaddafi is gone. And there are a few military power, superpowers who have the ability of the nuclear bombs and the rockets and all the materials that you need. And, yeah, well, I mean, although that North and South Korea are in war, then they still look so great. And what I think more and more is that you need to, that the Western world is ongoingly underestimates the leader of North Korea. Maybe that he is smarter than we gave him and that he is basically running a regime and just thinking what can I win, how far can I go and don't forget until now every time that they got the dogs going on about something uh, the North Koreans were the winner of the discussions it's an extremely great, they are doing this extremely powerful and yes I do think that Putin is right when he said that they rather eat grass than they are giving up the nuclear power, pro the nuclear weapon program and I mean, why, what, I'm just wondering, why is North Korea chatting with Trump? Why do you want to talk? Is it because they want to have peace? Well, the only way that they want to have peace is when South Korea will join North Korea and become part of the dictatorship regime. Uh, I don't think that this is going to happen. I don't think that the people in South Korea who are used to a normal life and really doing well economy are going to like the idea of getting your economy run by a guy who will kill you or put you in a work camp let's let's call it a concentration camp inspired by Adolf Hitler and who is talking about rockets well and don't forget he doesn't need atomic bombs to destroy Seoul they can launch 150,000 mortar grenades and grenades on Seoul and that's all and then you can say well only 10% will hit well 115,000 10% hits that means 15,000 Grenades hitting a town. If you can do it in one hour or one day, I don't know exactly what's gonna do with the town. I really don't know. Because for sure I know this was never done, but let's face the fact, we don't wanna know. We don't wanna know everything. Certain things we don't care about. And this is one of those things. But for me, I just think that the North Koreans are gonna talk, and the reason they wanna talk is they need money, and they are gonna get it. I mean, it's a smart, that's all, they wanna get the money for the food and they need the time to develop the rockets that can bring a hydrogen bomb to anywhere in the world. And when they have it, then yeah, well, then they have the basis for the regime. Then the regime will remain, and they can simply move on. And what at least I hope is that they are then going to put all their money that they are now putting in a weapon program. That they will say, well, we're going to build 25 of those things, just so that you know when you attack us, we will attack you, and you're gone. And after that, that they're going to put all their energy resources, because if you look at the timescale that they are developing everything, they are doing extremely well. So if they are really putting everything behind it, they can do something. And what I really hope is that they're going to put everything on the food production. They say, well, we're going to bring our country to the rice producer of Asia. We're going to put our country forward and we're going to bring it on. And we're going to keep pushing it on and... Well, for example, big rabbits, we're going to get them and we're going to make sure that every people, person in North Korea can eat two big rabbits a day, a week to feed them and get the shortages on food out. It, no, I don't think that's going to happen, but you need to have a dream to make a dream come true. And let's face it, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's North Korea. It's a country that's in war for over five decades. That's basically split up by the superpowers. And... 
the United Nations is settling on it, but well, let's face it, no one really, really cares about it. I mean, it's terrible, but it's just a matter of well, we need, you sometimes you need to stick country that's crazy. All the listeners love to making some money, but you will have to pay tax upon your money. But that's to change. You can save on your tax. Pay no tax. Completely legal. Start earning more money so you can take care for your beloved ones. So you can travel visa free. Get yourself the tax free passport. Get yourself the starting point to a tax free lifestyle. A lifestyle which is an ultimate freedom. Hofprofit.com slash passport. I say Hofprofit.com slash passport. Time for the final segment of the show, so we're gonna talk Switzerland. And we're gonna talk Switzerland for an easier reason. Uh, last week they had some elections and they had a referendum. And they had the people had the chance to abolish central government value-added tax, income tax and, well, that's for European countries. I mean, just imagine this, that you can hold a referendum and you can basically say, we don't want taxation. We don't want to have that from a federal government, we want to pay it to the local government or the regional government, but not to those. And it's really interesting. And I just think that, so for me as a libertarian, Switzerland is a beloved country. I like it. It's one of the, if uh, so, and what they are now chatting and looking at is, what I think is that it's an extremely conservative country. Well, it will be no surprise. I really like that also. And what I think is that what they are doing, they are really pragmatic. They think we need foreign reserves, we need business, we need innovation. Well, we're going to bring it all in together. I mean, but people forget, people talk about Swiss banking secrecy, which is terrible. I think it's great. People forget that the Swiss launched their banking secrecy when the Nazis made it illegal for Jewish people to have a bank account. So they came with an alternative. And the banking secrets, not only for the wealthy, if every Swiss bank account is protected by the secrecy acts. And you can say that it's great, you can say that the abolishing tax avoidance, which is legal by the way, is bad. You can think that, that's fine. But I would simply say that the taxation is bad. And we need to put more on pressure on governments to stop all their bad economic policy and wasteful spending. I mean, it's interesting to see that Despite everything, Switzerland is neutral, it's extremely financially and economically successful, and the country is capable of uh, of being relatively transparent, and what I like, and I don't own shares, but their central bank, which also has the goal to uh, st stimulate the economy, is traded on the stock exchange. It's a big shareholder of Apple. So if they say, for example, and bring to the vote, we, the shareholders, bring in the resolution that Apple will move its European head office and resource from Ireland to Switzerland, they can simply bring it on. And there's a high chance that they're going to win it. And that would be really good for them. And just think about it. I mean, no matter where your central bank is, you have the out of the Fed, which is basically being stonewalled by politicians and the Fed itself. The European Central Bank is not transparent. The European Investment Bank and the Eastern European Investment Bank are really not transparent about where they own shares in. And the Swiss Central Bank is public traded, so you can buy your stock and you can all simply look at what they're in. And it's a great investment company, literally an investment company, a central bank who is investing. And hmm, just a sip of tea. And Right, but what they are doing is diligently and ongoingly slowly on build the economy. And yes, I really like the idea. And what I just hope is that 
they will keep they can they can remain itself and they can resist the pressure from outside i mean to give you an idea what everyone talks about the united states and the gun violence i hear no one talking about swiss gun violence because there is no gun violence but there is a gun in every house so there's one thing there you have a country which basically is using common sense economics to get its power and its heating they they use hydropower but they use it in the mountain where the water is anyway so where the water is falling down you build an hydropower dam this makes sense they have nuclear power plants with really pretty good safety built-in systems they are on all, all those sides are they having long-term solutions and long-term ideas how to fix things and what i like about is it's neutral policy makes it a great place for everyone. I mean, I have a double passport and I got an, if I, I have a customer who's Arabic. He has a company incorporated in Dubai. If I should go to his company, I w there's a really high chance that the Dubai government would say, yeah, you're not welcome in our country, we don't like yours. So, problem. We could simply meet in Switzerland. And this goes way back, for, for example, during the Second World War. You know, then you had uh, an Eindhoven big company, it's called Philips, and legally it was split off into two different two different companies. You had Philips in the United States, Philips America, incorporated the Curacao, with its head office in New York, but the money went over Curacao for fiscal reasons. That's called a tax avoidance, which was legally, and no problem with it, I support it. But they needed people and products from the factory to their factories in the Americas and other parts of the world to for the final construction. So they needed shipment and papers and technology. So what did Philips? They met. They made a deal with the OSS, the predecessor of the CIA, and with the German government. And their people from the American and the European ventures were meeting in Switzerland and Portugal, the two neutral countries. Mm. Let's face it. By doing so, they were really getting out, taking on, and moving forward all those boosts. And what I think is that one if it's a war you you should not be so secretive about it uh, after it and yes i understand that there's no way to do it good or bad and with those comments and the beloved of the neutrality for switzerland i'm gonna leave you have a lovely weekend i really hope you have one i will have one i'm gonna do cleaning home renovation and i need to make a planning for my vegetable garden oh i'm so happy to be a proud prepper let's get the vegetables out and if you want to join the vegetable garden working or want to join on the barbecue party don't send me a message you can tweet me anyway don't forget to like share and retweet and i look forward to hear back from you so i will say cheers and talk to you on monday